0: Color is a reflection of emotion. Um, Different color cause absolutely different emotions in people. Even in psychology there is a definition of characters through colors. And also in medicine uh, color therapy.
1: Hi listeners, I'm your host Brandon Coates, and this is Designing for Happiness. This week's episode will be a bit different, but before we get to that, I have a couple of things for you first. I really want to know what are your thoughts and opinion on this topic, on this relationship between design and happiness. So if you're interested in telling me your thoughts, your opinion, or maybe even telling me your experience with how the built environment, with how the spaces you inhabit affect your happiness and well-being. You can do so by sending a voice message on anchor.fm slash happy design. That is anchor.fm slash happy design and maybe your voice message will be featured in a future episode. Keep in mind it is totally up to you if you want to include your name or not so it can be anonymous or maybe not. That's totally up to you. Also, the voice messages on anchor.fm slash happy design has a maximum length of 60 seconds. So if you need more than one minute to, to tell your story, to tell your thoughts or opinion, feel free to send more than one voice message. Or you can also contact me on LinkedIn at Brandon Coates. That is Brandon K-O-O-T-S. Or you can also find the show on Instagram at DFH Podcast. Not only that, but I'm also very open to having people as guests on the show um, because I of course, it's important to talk with designers and architects on how they see this relationship between design and happiness and well-being. But as architects, we will not be most of the times we're not the ones we will be inhabiting or using those spaces that we are designing. So it's important to talk to those people that will be using those spaces to know how they how those spaces make them feel or how those spaces affect their happiness and well-being. So if you want to be a guest on the show to talk about your experience with this um design with this topic of design and happiness and well-being, feel free to send me a message again on LinkedIn as Brandon Coates or on Instagram at dfhpodcast.
0: Hi Brandon, thank you for this opportunity.
1: As I said earlier, today's episode will be a bit different because we weren't able to do a live interview as we normally do, but that doesn't change the fact that this episode is still very worth listening to.
0: So let's introduce our guest for today. My name is David Jelavian. I'm an architect, designer and visualizer, and now I can say that I'm the co-founder of VML Studio.
1: As usual, my first question is, what does it mean to be happy?
0: For me, happiness is to be with my favorite people in my favorite place and do my favorite job. In this plan, I have everything like everyone else. So I've been following David's work on Instagram
1: for maybe a year or maybe a bit more than a year now. And when I look at his pictures, they generate this sense of escapism or can maybe even be considered utopian. I was wondering if this is the idea behind them. And if so, why is it something that he's interested in doing?
0: I wanted to clarify that all of our project we do together with my sister Mary. Um, I think that we are a dream team with her. Um, our projects are not uh, utopia or escapism, but a desire to create a more pleasant environment pleasing to the eye and soul. All that we create can be translated into real project uh, to think of utopia or the fantastic world is easier uh, than the real better world. Imagination is not limited in this respect. I do have to agree with him that thinking about this world, this
1: fantastic, amazing utopian world is fairly easy to do so. But as designers and especially as architects, we have to keep in mind that. The things we are designing, the projects that we are designing, we have to be able to build them in real life. This kind of reminds me of the several projects I see online where people think about projects to build cities on water or cities on Mars or on the moon. That's perfect for a solution, It's let's say, kind of a solution for the future where we have to think about where we will be, um, where all these people on this planet will be living. But those things aren't really proposing a solution for the now we have to be thinking more for the now how we will be solving the problems that we're having right now on this planet right now with this issue with sustainability with the environment and all the environment issues that we're having so in a way yes having these utopian thoughts or these utopian projects do help to kind of open up your mind open up your imagination for thinking different ways of um, different solutions but then again you have to keep in mind as well that building in real life or proposing solutions for the now are kind of more important than thinking utopian solutions or um, how we will be living on mars or on the moon because those ideas those solutions will not be coming up for a quite some time, quite some years. And of course as well, keeping in mind that not everybody will be able to go to the moon to look, or go to the Mars to live on the Mars. So those solutions will only be specific, only be solution for a specific in a very small group, one percentage or less than 1% of the world population. Instead, we should be focusing more on real solutions that we can help our current um, population on earth that are more realistic. When I first came across um, David's work was back in the pandemic when I was investigating about happiness, and I remember on zine they published a an article of Sonora Art Village, which is, which is a project that David did with this with his sister, and it was really fascinating. And that's immediately I fell in love with the project. I remember I messaged him on Instagram telling him how much I love this project as well. And since then, I've been following his work. And when reading that article, one of the things that stood out to me was that one phrase that he said. We try to create a completely different atmosphere that would exude joy, love and happiness. So I was wondering, what about the Sonora Art Village? Does he believe that actually create this
0: atmosphere? In Sonora Art Village, the atmosphere is created by the play of colors and shapes. Bright colors have a positive effect on most people. After all, as children, we all love bright colors, and growing up, we forget about it. Um, therefore, in this project, the main thing is color. I guess
1: that's exactly why I fell in love with this project of Sonora Art Village, because if you've listened to the previous episode with where I talked with Miss San Fontaine about um, my use of color in my projects nowadays, it's, yeah, because back then in the, in the pandemics when I actually started using more colors and then I started asking myself, why am I using colors? It, it It's probably because I've been living my whole life on an island that's a very colorful island where we have so much color. Every building has a different color. In my own house as well, not just the outside has a color, but also the inside. Every room has a different color. So it's really... um. It was really a colorful place for me so being here in argentina buenos aires and not having that that explosion of colors i was really missing that so i think when i saw that that article that project that they did with uh, mary his sister mary i immediately fell in love with it because it was showing something that i was truly missing in my own life in my own personal life
0: um as a project idea was to create a place where reigns joy, happiness, and carefree. Um, the main factor is the interaction of form, color, and the chaotic arrangement of objects. No rules and systematization. The main rule is to follow your emotions. Um, since the project is in Mexico, um, we decided to use the colors present in their culture and were very fond of their combination. Architects and designers need to turn more to their emotions, um, not forgetting, of course, the function. It is also desirable that investors and customers also had a sense of taste and uh, understanding.
1: Yes, architects should definitely turn more to their emotions, and as he said as well, we cannot forget, we shouldn't forget the, the functional aspect of what it means to design a building or an apartment. But I think taking into consideration, taking more into consideration our emotions might help us design better spaces for people that will be inhabiting those spaces. Of course, I don't mean that we always have to use colors because everyone has a different taste, different um different preferences. But what I mean is asking yourself as an architect when you're designing a home, for example, asking yourself, would I be willing to live in this space? Does this give me a sense of home? And then it's also really understanding, asking good questions to, to your client, to your stakeholders to understand what their preferences are as well, to understand what they consider a home, what they need to make a space feel at home. So we can take those into consideration when designing their home as well. I do want to go back to the topic of color though because I noticed that his use of color doesn't only happen in the Sonora Art Village, but also in other projects that they have. For that, I asked him why his use of color and how does he believe that colors can affect how we
0: perceive and experience our built environment. Um, I will not repeat myself. I will only say that color is a reflection of emotion. Um, different color, cause absolutely different emotions in people even in psychology there is a definition of characters through colors and also in medicine uh, color therapy Um, for example building in some cold place deprived of some bright structure yellow, orange, or red, or paint the walls in similar colors. We get a piece of the sun and warmth is not it great. Um, our souls will immediately become warmer and more comfortable. Very much depends on the color that surrounds the person. So even though you may not be a fan of the use of color in your
1: apartment or anywhere, um- It is a fact that the colors that surround us do affect how we perceive and how we experience the built environment. So maybe you may not be aware of how they are affecting you, but the fact is that colors do affect us in a certain way. What book would you recommend to our
0: listeners? Um, Any particular book on architecture cannot stand out, better to recommend to read The Letters of Vincent van Gogh and The Creativity Inc by Ed Catmull about Pixar. And finally, if you want to get in touch with David, you can find our work on our Instagram and Behance accounts. And we've launched our studio website at uh, www.lamelstudio.com. Um, there's a lot of new and interesting stuff there. Um, so don't miss it. Thank you.
1: Just like that, we have reached the end of another episode of Designing for Happiness. I want to give a huge thanks to David for taking the time to answer any questions for um, this episode and if you want to follow his work you already know where to find him and again if you want to send your thoughts our opinion or your experience about how the built environment affects your happiness and well-being or your thoughts on this relationship between design and happiness feel free to send a voice message on anchor.fm slash happy design or you can also get in touch with me on linkedin or follow the show on instagram at dfh podcast designing for happiness is available on spotify apple podcast anchor.fm or wherever you find your podcast thank you for listening and we we'll be back next week with more.